Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelines.com. Coming to you from the West Coast and riding solo once more, Josh Lander. And I am bringing you some baseball best bets and a few player props here for Wednesday, July the 19th. I want to make sure to let you know to like and subscribe to that page. As always, continue to follow along. We will be coming back to you each and every weekday this MLB regular season. Also want you to head to thelines.com and check out everything we are putting up on the site these days and use that odds finder tool we have available for you. You can make sure that you're getting the best odds available to you from all of these books giving you baseball bets this season. Let's run through real quick yesterday. I'm happy to tell you had a pretty nice day there. Three and one on the day. Only thing that failed to hit was Taj Bradley. He gave up two earned runs. We needed him to give up three. Only lost .2 units on that. But then we got three things right, as I mentioned. Toronto and San Diego. We took the uh, first five money line there. T- got uh, San Diego on that one. Really fading Alec Manoa. Also faded Manoa by taking over two and a half walks for him. He ended with five. Got .3 units on that as well. And then also faded Aaron Nola's Ks. I mean, they were just too high. He had a good game, uh, and, the, and the Phillies ended up beating the Brewers, but he only got 6 Ks, and we took under 7.5 at minus 140 for uh, .4 units. You could have taken him for under 7 and still won that bet at plus 130 on DraftKings, but I stayed away from that juice and just took the under 8, which I thought was pretty much a guarantee and, and put a little bit extra on it. So 5-4 and four on the season, up plus point. Uh, 1.58 units, uh, about 158 bucks if a unit is 100 bucks for you. But let's run through the slate here that we've got on uh, Wednesday, starting with that first game. Want to get it in for you? I believe it's a slightly early start with Boston and Oakland. And Boston, I'm taking on the uh, not the money line, the the run line there, minus one and a half. I actually feel good enough about them to just go ahead and get the minus 130 on DraftKings for that run line for them. That's 0.3 units I'm putting on there. The money line is minus 215, and I just I just don't love it enough. I, I think it's a pretty easy game for Boston right now. Uh, Brian Bello, someone uh, that needs to be talked about at this point. He's five. Uh, well, the Red Sox rather are five and one in his last six starts. He's taken home four wins in that time. Uh, he's posting a 2.14 ERA in those six games, uh, all the way back to June, basically. Uh, and he's really he continued that in, in July as well. He still has a, he's lowered his season ERA all the way down to about 3.1. Uh, uh, which you feel really, really good about. Meanwhile, the A's have only scored three runs in the first two games of this series against Boston, uh, and they really they haven't scored more than three runs in any of their games against Boston this season. Uh, I think you can probably cap them at that, and, and Brian Bello should have a bit more luck, not luck really, even just a, a bit more success the way he's been pitching against this really, really bad A's lineup. And then, look, they're starting Ken Waldachuk. For those of you who have heard of lefty Ken Waldachuk, uh, he has not been very good as have not none of the A's pitchers this season. He's two and six with a 6.66 ERA, and he started 12 games. He's actually appeared in 10 relief appearances as well this season. All of those numbers for starting or not starting, he's just not been a very good pitcher so far uh, in, in this season for the A's. So I would feel pretty good about the run line there for Boston. And then I'm going to move back to a Cincinnati and San Francisco game here and go with uh, Cincinnati in this one. And, and I think they have uh, the, the clear advantage in the pitching matchup between Ross Stripling uh, on, on the Giants. And then you've got Graham Ashcraft coming out for Cincinnati, who has looked much, much better. That's the reason that I picked him up on my fantasy team. I would suggest it. It's a decent match up for him uh look in his he started the season poorly just really really bad that's why he's four and seven on the season with a five nine five era it's 
interesting too because he is much better on the road and this game is at home in Great American. So, you you know, there is obviously always an opportunity for pitchers to get uh, smacked up a little bit in, in uh, the Cincinnati ballpark there. But in his last three overall, including one at home, he's got a 1.45 ERA in those last three starts. He's only given up three earned runs and he's pitched 18.2 uh, innings in, in that time, you know, going uh, about six innings a game, which I really like for him to keep getting deep into that, uh, into the game for, for them in this one. That's why I do think he goes at least the five and, and Ross Stripling is not someone who you see go very long in these games. He, he's been all right as of late, um, but you know he's still including a decent start last time out. But he's 0-2 total on the season with a 6-1-1 ERA, four earned runs that he's given up in his last ten innings pitched, and that included a pretty nice four innings that he he put out last time. So he you know despite that he still has been given up a, a good amount of runs as of late, and really on the, in the entire season whether he's coming out of the pen or starting for you know just like a spot start where he gets the three to four innings before they turn it over to the pen in San Francisco, but. One of the things that really caught my eye with this game was the way it opened. Uh, San Francisco was originally minus 125 favorites. The Reds were plus 115 dogs on the money line. And, you know, what had ended up happening that was really interesting is that the, this dropped, as we see now, Cincinnati's closer to about minus 105. For both teams, the money line is right about minus 105. And the way it got there wasn't because the public was betting on the Reds. In fact, the public has been betting on the Gigantes. Uh, 57% of the bets that have come in are on the Giants, yet that number still fell all the way from uh, from the Giants. In, in the case of the Giants, they were minus 125, falling all the way down to about minus 105, 106 for them at this point on the money line means... That's been the sharps. That's been the people who have a lot more money to put out there uh, and have a bit more insight that, you know, this is what they do for a living. So they're clearly the ones putting the money on the Reds at this point. And I'm going to follow it, even at, even though the juice went all the way from plus 115 to minus 105. I understand that that's not always how you want to do things, but I, I like the pitching matchup already for this team. Uh, I didn't get to it early enough. I wasn't betting baseball last night. I got to it this morning when I started capping these things. And by that point, I'd seen the movement and it was like, okay, I, I still don't care, to be honest with you. I'm going to go ahead and, and jump on it uh, and take this, uh, like I said, tell the, uh, tell the sharps in this one. I'm taking the first five. The money line is what's really moved, but I just think... Ashcraft has is going to be pitching well tonight uh, today, really, uh, and and as a result, you have a pretty big advantage in the starting pitching area as opposed to needing to worry about the bullpens quite as much for the Reds uh, and the Gigantes in that one. So Reds first five money line minus one ten DraftKings putting point three units on that one. Closing things out, let's move on to the O's and the Doyers, the Dodgers here. We have a total of nine runs, and I'm going right back to that. I'm uh, going over in that one. Should mention by the way. Too long to have I've been recording this video without saying yesterday was an insane day of baseball. If you were watching some football scores out there, 16-13 D-backs, uh, the 17-1 to game that we had out there, the Mets and the White Sox were 11-10. to wild night of hitting and there was a lot of humidity out there it's going to be humid once again um especially in that area basically everywhere from like the eastern part of the midwest all the way over to the east coast is just going to be humid and this baltimore game in baltimore can expect that swampy maryland uh uh, temperatures and climate to really impact this game once more with, with a bit more uh humidity and a bit more offense so over nine for baltimore and, and uh the doyers and i'm Look, I'm, I'm kind of fading Urias and mostly Kramer here. I'll start with Kramer. 19 starts on the season, a 4-6 ERA, an expected ERA of 5.37. 
it's like he's he's been pretty bad and all of his indicators sort of expect him to get worse which is why i would just not ride with kramer at this point and feel like any game that he's starting could be three four runs in the first four innings or so so you feel pretty good about fading him and and like i said in in these 19 starts for him uh he's in the 15th percentile uh of ex woba there and, and as just getting hit on all of his pitches he's he's leaving a lot of stuff over the plate, which is really what I worry about with him. It seems like these Orioles pitchers are trying to throw strikes all the time. And while that's good for a lack of walks, and he's got a really good walk rate, as do most of these Orioles pitchers, they're giving up a bunch of home runs. Uh, 20 home runs on the season and 19 starts for Kramer. Not a good K per nine, as you could expect. Um, the pitch that he really relies on most with that that cutter coming in on, on lefties and sort of you know coming out uh, over the plate eventually and jamming righties, like, it's not been there for him. He's getting uh, really just smacked around with that pitch. Uh, about a 580 slugging percentage that he's allowing when he throws that pitch. A little bit worse on the expected slugging percentage. So I just, I just don't trust him right now against a team that if you're going to leave the ball out over the plate against the Dodgers and all they need to do is make contact between speed and power and lefties and righties and switch and whatnot, uh, I just don't like Kramer's odds uh, against the uh, the Dodgers who they had a little bit of a dip in June at times but have come right back in July to be a top three offense once again uh, on the season already, but uh, as well in the month of July where they've just been crushing. So uh, as far as Urias is concerned, just not the same dude that he was last season where he came in like third or fourth in the NL Cy Young voting. Um, At this point, he's had 13 starts, 4-3-5 on the ERA. And I mean, look, his expected is 3-8-5. So it's it's not like, you know, he, he hasn't had decent stuff at times. He's allowed at least two runs in nine of his 13 starts. Um, and I, I think when you when you're leaving the ball over the plate against once again a team like Baltimore, similar in offense to to the the Dodgers, they just have so much uh, between speed at the top and then the power that you have in the middle with Rushman and, and Santander. Like I, I just yeah, I, I would feel a lot better about the Dodgers in this one because I do think they have a slight edge in the pitching matchup, but. The way that uh, Urias has been allowing home runs, nothing really seems to be working for him. I mean, he's he's at about 1.8 home runs per nine. Not really good. I mean, he's he's going deep into games, and so as a result, you know, he's, that still means he's giving up at least uh, about a, a home run an outing. Not something that you would expect from a former almost Cy Young winner. Um, and it's a big part of it is just his inability to throw his two best pitches, his fastball and his changeup. His changeup is getting absolutely smacked. It's not fooling anybody at this point. And the the location for the uh, fastball also would be a little bit of a, a problem why that that changeup isn't working quite as much is because he can't throw the fastball for strikes. That's been a lot of his issue this this year. So the over nine runs uh, in that game is something I'm feeling pretty good about. I would go ahead and put .3 units on that. It's minus 120 on FanDuel. And I'll close things out just by saying that I do like the uh, DraftKings MLB uh, promo that you can get today. I believe it's every Wednesday. It's a little bit better than, in my opinion, I I don't want to slander the FanDuel dinger Tuesday too hard, but it's not my preferred way to try to bet on things is try to figure out who's going to hit a home run and just get like five bucks back if, if it doesn't happen. Uh, so I, I would prefer to just go a few money lines because on DraftKings you can take bets, straight bets, parlays, props. You can put them together um, and you can get whatever you want. If you Maximum of $10 in bonus bets that you would get back from DraftKings. So if you bet 10 bucks, you're guaranteed to get it back. Maybe throw a little uh, a nice parlay on there. I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and parlay um, Boston to beat Oakland. I'm going to take uh, the, uh, um, the Braves as well to, to top the Diamondbacks with a, a nice pitching advantage with Charlie Morton on the mound for them. So I would go and and got to have that revenge after losing 16. You score 13 runs and lose a baseball game. You're going to come back with some anger, I think, the next game. That's plus 115 when you put those together on DraftKings. 
I mean, look, throw the Dodgers in there if you want as well. I wouldn't feel bad about that. I think they're going to win this game against the Orioles once again, which is going to be a tough stretch for the Orioles who could not pick up any ground on the Rays. But that's what I would do. I just want to throw that in there because I do think that's a better promo than the, the Dinger Tuesday. So if you want to find a, a baseball promo for today, head over to DraftKings. Make sure you opt in and then bet just 10 bucks because that's all you're going to get back on your bet, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with there. So that is all the time I have for you today. Make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. Coming back to you tomorrow and the rest of this weekday. So until we see you next, happy betting.